The writer F. Scott Fitzgerald said that what Americans want is a tragedy with a happy ending. But what Americans know is that some tragedies don't have happy endings. And what our country witnessed this week was a tragedy that was unfortunately not an isolated tragedy whose reverberations will go on forever and ever and ever in the hearts of the surviving families and in some ways in the hearts of our country. What happened in Uvalde has to be spoken about not only because it is not unique, but also because if you take the time, and it is difficult to do, to read any of the accounts of the massacre of children locked in a room that took place over the course of an hour, it is impossible not to feel your throat be dry and your heart hollowed out by the unspeakable agony of both the victims and also everybody who had any kind of proximity, whether part of the school, the city, or the bereaved families. And this is one of those tragedies that is, in the words of the sociologists, overdetermined. By which I mean, there is not one cause. There is, of course, the question of how somebody with the background that this person had could possibly get a gun, which he should never have had. There is the question of how somebody with the background he had didn't get more help, which he certainly needed. There is the question of how he got into the school grounds, which he should never have been let into, and how he managed to stay there for so long, which also never should have happened. But there is a larger question, too, a question in which all of us are implicated, and that is, how is it that after yet another school shooting, nothing changes? And part of the reason that nothing changes is because as soon as you mentioned any of the issues involved, People take sides. As soon as you say guns, people take sides. As soon as you talk about social services that help mentally, mentally ill people, people take sides. Whether it is tax dollars or gun laws or law enforcement, it is no longer a question of what can we do together to make this better. It is a question of how can I win my cause so that the other side doesn't make any headway. 
And so immediately after the tragedy, if you are foolish enough, as I am, to be on social media, what you saw was both claims that were essentially political and anger that the other side was politicizing it. And we've seen this so many times that I could have told you in advance what would be said. And still, yet again, I promise you, though I am no prophet and say this with no joy, it will happen again. And the same things will be said and the same lamentations will be uttered and different children will die. And I know that it is difficult, global, seemingly impossible to do this, but the truth is that we have to change our way of making decisions and dealing with each other or nothing will change. A single law will not change it. And this is true for every divisive social issue. As long as every issue that engages people's hearts, whether it is abortion or gun control, or mental health, or anything else, as long as every issue becomes a rallying cause as opposed to a great social concern, we will never move forward. And as long as you hear in every tragedy a chance to score points instead of to grieve, we will grieve again and again and again. The rabbis looking at the greatest tragedy of Jewish history up to the 20th century, the destruction of the temple, asked themselves, why was the temple destroyed? And their answer was sinat chinam, because people hated each other. If you ask a historian, they'll say, well, it was the power of Rome, it was the, the geography of Jerusalem, it was the people involved, but no, say the rabbis, it always goes deeper than that. And while it may sound simplistic to say that children died in Uvalde, Texas, because Americans can't get along, there is a lot of truth to it. They died because Americans can't figure out how to solve our own problems with each other. And so we grieve again, and again, and again. More than two decades ago, I stood before thousands of people in this congregation after 9-11 feeling as though the tragedy was so great that no words were adequate. And the only place to take refuge was in poetry. And yesterday, I remembered the poem 
that I read more than two decades ago. It was from the poet, the American poet, Edna St. Vincent Millay. And it went as follows. I am not resigned to the shutting away of loving hearts in the hard ground. So it is, and so it will be, for so it has been. Time out of mind, into the darkness they go. The wise and the lovely, crowned with lilies and with laurel they go, but I am not resigned. Down, down, down into the darkness of the grave, gently they go, the beautiful, the tender, the kind, quietly they go the intelligent, the witty, the brave, I know, but I do not approve, and I am not resigned. We ought not to be resigned. We ought to learn how to speak to one another, how to grow together, how to save our children. Shabbat Shalom.